Good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's a good thing to start with. How are we? It's been a while since I've been up here. Oh, I was still kind of secretly praying that there'd be some sort of earthquake or something happened to for me to not have to get up here. Oh, I, I, I appreciate that. I'm aware. You guys are the best. I just still don't love it. That's okay. <laughs> Hey, I've got some awesome things I would love to share with you this morning, and to start off with, um, you guys are aware we went to conference and Easter camp because you guys were a huge part of making that possible to happen. You guys sewed in and prayed, and we so appreciated that, so I've got some, some testimonies for you. Um, the first one here is, I, I had an encounter with God, I had an encounter with God that honestly left me in shock and awe. I felt refreshed and full of energy and new. Almost brought me to tears, um, losing the pain in my knees that I'd had for years. And so, uh, it was actually one of, it was my wife and one of our youth that prayed for this young man that had 7 out of 10 pain in his knees and it would come and go regularly for years. And they prayed and he's had no pain since. No pain at all. It's been amazing. Uh, the next one is my knee that was broken for a year and a half got healed. So he was walking around, but he obviously wasn't completely healed. Um, for a year and a half, got completely healed, and now I can jump like an extra seven inches. I went to grab the rim, the basketball hoop rim, as a joke the other day, and I was surprised that he that I got it. So this young man must have grown in height as well, or something. Like. <laughs> Crazy. Um, at conference, we actually, there was a whole lot more brain used to camp, but we're still trying to gather them as they're teenagers. <laughs> uh, but for conference, it was, we actually did an intentional debrief every night at conference. And at, by the end of the conference, we took, I think it was 21 of us all together. By the end of conference, I believe it was all but one of us had a personal encounter with God that left something in us, and every one of them transformed. Um, so, I, I remember specifically two shared that they felt uh, burdens on their shoulders, huge burdens on their shoulders, completely going, just a, a weightiness left, uh, freedom was given. Um, one felt that she could finally finally leave her past behind her, she could move on. Um, some felt the, the power of the Holy Spirit physically, in the form of heat or coolness or even like a wind. Others had visions. Um, encounters with God that they could see. Um, one spoke in tongues for the first time, and a number of other things as well. So to me, even if it was just one of those things, all of the effort was worth it. Yes. <laughs> so come on, we've got something to celebrate. Put your hands together. Thank you for that. It's so, so good. And what a privilege it is to get to be part of that as well. I've, I've got an awesome team around me that have made those crazy little things out for it. For Easter camp, we took 54 of us down with big vans, and man, it was a headache last minute with complications, but we got there, and it was incredible, and I just wanted to mention my team, because there's no way I could do it without my team, so thank you so much to those that helped me out by coming along, and a special thanks to David Palmer, I don't know if he's here this morning, he was my last minute godsend, because we needed another driver, and he called me up just to tell me that his daughter was going to Easter camp and we should connect with her. 
And I threw out the question, what are you up to for the weekend? <laughs> and he, he was so keen to jump on board and help us out. So yeah, amazing. Ooh. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Feeling good? Yeah. Hungry? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, I, I originally actually was inspired to give this message to our teenagers at Youth Group. Um, but God has really highlighted to me recently how different physical maturity is to spiritual maturity. And not to insult anybody or anything like that, but in a very real sense, I think there's a lot of us that are really just big kids in, big, in old bodies. And, and in a lot of ways, that's a great thing. Um, but I, when I was thinking about the inspiration for this message, I, I think that God wants to apply it to all of us. So at the very least, I think we're all, we were, at the very least, we were all teenagers at some point. So you'll definitely be able to relate to my initial metaphor, at least, and, uh, unless, of course, you're a living miracle, and you've never had a, a pimple in your life. So is there anybody here that's never had a pimple in your life? Yeah, okay, I didn't think so. So this morning, I'm going to talk about pimples. <clears throat> and you might be like, what the heck? <laughs> what kind of church is this? Who is this guy who want to talk about pimples? What's it got to do with Jesus? Um, and you, you first of all should be thankful that I found a somewhat pleasant picture of a pimple. So there was, when I googled pimple, oh my gosh, I did not want to traumatize you. So you're welcome that I intentionally got something somewhat, you know, not so bad. <laughs> um, but now before I start, I just want to mention already this morning I feel like this has been. An intense morning. God's God's doing some awesome stuff, some important stuff, some incredible stuff. And I want you to know that this is a safe place. And if you're not sure about that, can you turn to your neighbor and tell them that it's a safe place? And if you haven't noticed already, we intentionally have boxes of tissues available because we believe that God loves doing intense work in church on us. So, I want to just give you permission for that to happen. Uh, as I was, even as I was preparing the mes- this message this week, I became more and more aware of a weightiness with it. Um, and my belief is that God wants to do some really deep work this morning and heal some really hard stuff. So, let's go. Yeah. Uh, if I'm completely honest, I'm a little bit of a mess this morning as well. I, my son and wife are sick and at home. My baby boy has had a fever for like the last three days. So the first time he's been properly sick. So dumb. <laughs> um, so I give you permission to be a mess as well, right? A mess in the best way. To, um, God is not afraid of our mess, and in his arms is the best place for us to be a mess. So I reckon... Let's do that this morning. <laughs> Father, we, we commit our hearts and our minds to you this morning, God. And we just say, have your way in and through our hearts. Come and do some transformation, some work, God. Help us to be real and authentic with you, God. To be open and honest with you about what you may want to transform in us. God, we, we just break off any kind of shame right now that will try and hide what you may want to work on. God, we trust that you're not an angry God, God, that you are for us and not against us. And God, we just 
fully trust you to come and do what you do best and heal and bring life in, in, the full, in all its fullness. In Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. So, <clears throat> initial thoughts on pimples, right? Anybody got some initial thoughts? No? Like, ooh, gross, public, something like that? Yeah, okay. That's kind of what I was expecting. You guys need to be a little bit more interactive this morning, right? Woo! That was close. <clears throat> ooh, gross, right? Okay, there's probably one of, or oh, there's a few of you that have like a little bit of a fetish, or that's probably the wrong word, but you enjoy popping them or something? I'm like, okay, sometimes I'm a little bit like that too, but, man, I was not meant to say that. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about pimples? That, I've got a list of things here that I want to share with you. The reality is that nobody likes them, and if you like them, you're a little bit weird like me. <laughs> Um, half the time, we don't even know they're there. They show up unpredictably, usually at the worst of times, like right before important job interviews, or right before you've got to meet the in-laws parents, or something like that. And they're painful, it's not so clear why they appear. Ever had that happen? You're just like, why? I eat so healthy. Okay, that's not me, but some of you probably do that. Um, we always try and hide them, we don't like talking about them, we we can't stop them from coming by squeezing them. No? Man, am I talking to the wrong crowd? <laughs> the reality is that pimples are just a surface level symptom of something happening at a deeper level. Now I want you to replace the word pimples with character flaws. Character flaws. Our character flaws are a lot like pimples. Our insecurities, our dysfunctions, our bad habits, our bad addictions, our, our triggers, uh, uh, that surface level painful, annoying thing that uh, they show up at the most inopportune times. Anybody had that? You like get frustrated right when you really shouldn't get frustrated. <laughs> your, your child does something that triggers something, you're like, this is the boy I love absolutely with everything. Okay, just me. Quiet out there. Alright, they're painful, not just to ourselves, they're painful to others. They're hard to understand. We feel shameful about them and often try and hide our imperfections, our character flaws, try and pretend they're not there. We always try and hide them, but they almost always get out. We, we don't like talking about them. How many of you get defensive when somebody comes to you with some feedback about your character? I'm guilty. We often try to deal with them on our own, in our own strength, but it doesn't work, at least not for long. I believe character flaws are like pimples, like pimples are a symptom of something going wrong at a deeper level. And I think way too often we get caught up on the, the surface level result or symptom and focus on that, work on that, do our best with that when actually it's something underneath that we need to be dealing with. Now I believe there, there are two types of people when it comes to pimples, at least I categorize the majority to two. There are those that are comfortable and just live with them, not thinking about them. Some might call it purposefully avoiding them. They've made certain changes to coexist <clears throat> and just live with it, no matter the damage. Another type of people are those that hate them. They try the best to treat or deal with them. They buy pimple popping tools, 
They try all the different face scrubs. They go to the doctors and they get some cream. Not that I have anything against going to doctors. They use makeup. They spend hours in the front of the mirror looking and analyzing themselves, comparing themselves to others. Which of the two do you think you are? Are you someone that is comfortable with your character flaws? Or do you hate them and have tried every which way to fix them in your own strength? Or maybe you're a third category and you're a little bit deceived to think that you don't have any character flaws. <laughs> I'm saying there's one or two of you laughing, otherwise it might be a bit too savage. <clears throat> maybe you're deceived into thinking you're a finished work. The reality is that we all have comforts. We've all fallen short of the glory God has called us to. We've all missed the mark. And that doesn't mean that we've just missed the mark in the past. It means that potentially re the reality is that we continue to miss the mark. And that doesn't mean that we empower it. That doesn't mean we are okay with that. It means that we're open to the realistic thing that God's got some work to do. <clears throat> our outbursts of anger, our tendencies, to spiral into depression or our ability to easily be offended, our belittling of others or our joy and gossip are all pimples in our lives. I'm sure you guys can think of a whole bunch more examples. Symptoms of something poisoning us from a deeper level. Romans 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I love that the very next verse in Romans says, verse 24, says, And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. For the very, uh, the, the first verse basically says that we messed up. We've all messed up. But immediately after, God reminds us that he made a way to fix it. So this morning after I've beaten you up a whole bunch, don't worry. God is a good father. God has made a way where there was no way. The simple answer to all of our pimples in life is that we need Jesus. We need Jesus. Jesus is the way. But if I'm completely honest, maybe it's just me, but simple answers aren't always the most helpful. Um, it's awesome when God moves powerfully and beyond our understanding. I'm all for that, 100%. But... What about when he wants us to understand some more about how he heals? <clears throat> what if he wants us to journey, what if he wants to journey with us through the breakthrough? If we can grasp a deeper understanding of how he heals, then we can go to a deeper level in our relationship with him, and plus the healing doesn't stop with us. We would have insight and wisdom experience to help others as well. So that's what I'm hoping we can all get out of this mission this morning. First and foremost, transformation for ourselves, but also the know-how so that we can also be a transformation in our communities, in our families. Because we all know the verse where iron sharpens iron. iron. And I think as a New Zealand culture, we shy away from that, pretend that that's not actually in the Bible, and avoid confrontation at all costs. But that's a huge part of what we're called to do. And when, I'm, when I moved to California to attend Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, I believed that God was sending me there to learn all about healing the sick, about supernatural physical healings. Um, 
But what I quickly discovered was that God had much deeper plans for me. One of the classes I attended was called Sozo Ministry. Have any of you heard of Sozo Ministry before? Have any of you had bad experiences with Sozo Ministry before? I like the honesty. It's okay. I, the reason I asked that is because it's, the reality is that Sozo Ministry is an inner healing work. And so if it's not done really intentionally, really carefully with the Holy Spirit's guidance, it's potentially dangerous. So, take notes, listen carefully, and we'll uh, learn some more together. Sozo is a Greek word meaning saved, healed, delivered. Body, soul, and spirit. The word sozo is mentioned 120 times in the New Testament. And just by that we know that God loves to heal. But even more intentionally, if we look at the life of Jesus, it was obvious that God's, God loved to heal. So, for example, for salvation, in Luke 19 verse 10, it says, For the Son of God came to seek and save the lost. The word save there is sozo. For healing, in Matthew verse nine, uh, chapter 9 verse 22, it says, Jesus turned and saw her, take heart, daughter. He said, your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. The word healed there is sozo. For deliverance, Luke chapter 8 verse 36 says, Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. And that word for cured there is heal, is sozo. Sorry. Today, God wants to save, heal, and deliver every one of us. Amen. Every one of us. We are a continued work of the power of God. Every part of us. It is God's God's desire to heal the whole person. So the ministry is all about using what we call tools to help people hear from God to identify lies that are the foundation of our dysfunctions. And simply put, it's all about reconnecting with God. That's the main goal. How many of you know that in life, a single day of neglect requires a week of repair? Yeah? Somewhat true, a little bit true. I think it's true. Yeah. And the truth be told, we, we get busy. We get distracted and stuff gets in between us and God. And I'm sure we've always got a good excuse. I know I do. For some reason it's so easy to find good excuses. <clears throat> the reality is that the best thing we can do for our families and the world is to stay as close as we can to God and become the very best version of ourselves. So how's that going? This morning I want to bring to the forefront of our minds the fact that God wants to heal every part of us, if that wasn't clear yet. He wants to heal the root of the issue, the lie that you're believing about yourself or about God that is so normal to you that you've forgotten you believe it. The lie that is so deep you can't even identify it. The lie that has been there so long that it has convinced you that it is helping you. The lie that is your, that you've empowered for so long that you need God's help to break it. One of my biggest patterns in life was to have a performance mentality. I'd always come back to this feeling of not being enough, not being good enough. I would struggle with even the tiniest of mistakes, tiniest of messes. And there's no way that I could have broken that lie without God's help, but with the help of tools like this, I've experienced freedoms like I've never experienced before. And I hope that that can be your experience as well. In addition to that, 
God wants to equip you to be more effective to your ministry around you, to those around you as well. Because that's what we're called to. Called to. Every single one of us. Called to minister. Called to save, heal, deliver disciples. All those things. In the world, it is common to live with your pimples and hurt yourself from others or just try and cover up your pimples or try and fix them with Jesus. But that without Jesus, sorry, but that only ever temporarily fixes those symptoms. God is the only one that can help us deal with the root of the issue and truly be free. So, so tell me, why would we ever put up with these dirty, ugly, annoying, painful pimples in our lives when we could be thriving instead? We were beautifully and wonderfully made. So what happened? What got in the way? Where was it that you... We're not trying. Somewhere along the line, the devil has, has whispered a little, a little lie to us, and we've believed it. And when we believe the lie, we empower the lie. Sometimes we even learn lies from those that have the best of intentions. Some of us have been through storms, been through trauma, been through experiences that have been so bad that it's been incredibly difficult to see God's light through it. But I believe that that's what God wants to do this morning. You have the power to make change in your life with God's help. I believe most of our character flaws are rooted in the lie we are believing, either consciously or subconsciously. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 is like my verse to live by. It says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and of a sound mind. Which means with Him, we have a spirit of self-control. We can manage this well. Our heart, our mind. Our enemy is the father of lies, and deception is, is his most powerful weapon. If, we can, if he can convince you that you're bad, then you will be bad of your own choosing. Bill Johnson says, if any ear of our lives is without hope, it is under the influence of a lie. Do you have hopelessness in your relationship? Do you have hopelessness when it comes to finances? Do you feel like there's no hope for you in the area of um, provision or marriage? Maybe that's where God wants to take you this morning to discover the lie that's at the root of it. You have a choice. You are a powerful person. The Holy Spirit makes us a powerful person. With God, you are no longer a victim. So what are you going to do with the pimples, the symptoms in your life? Are you going to cover them up? Are you going to continue to hurt yourself and others with them? Are you going to run through them your whole, time, whole life or pretend that they're not there? Or are you going to use them as an indicator to help you identify the lie that you're believing so you can uproot it and receive God's truth and truly see that truth thrive in your life? I just said true a lot. So, <laughs> it's time, I think it's time, I hope you agree with me, to use the enemy's attack against them. To use those indicators as a way to help us find the root. Today is the day that God has prepared for you to experience freedom in a greater measure. Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 31 32, it says, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Let's take some time this morning to abide in him. To know his word. Is truth the truth? 
this morning, which piece of truth is the breakthrough, is the key to your breakthrough today? Okay. I'm sure some of you are like, okay, it's just, you don't know what to tell me how. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. A little bit of impatience sometimes. Maybe that's what God wants to work on today. <laughs> okay. So as we get into one of the tools, please remember that we have ministry team members available. If you need prayer, if you need comfort, we're here for you. We, I mean all of us, we're a family. Church is a great place to take your next step towards freedom, and God wants to heal trauma this morning. Okay, this first tool is called Presenting Jesus. Presenting Jesus is when we go back to specific memories in order to identify the lie we learned from that situation, renounce it, and then receive the truth in its place. Sounds pretty simple, right? I remember the first time I used this tool, we were asked to pair up in class and practice on each other. And I asked my friend Marcus, which is, which of the Godhead he connects with easiest? With the Godhead is just Holy Spirit, Father God, Jesus. And his response was, Holy Spirit. So, I got him to ask the Holy Spirit, what does Holy Spirit want to work on today? And Holy Spirit said he wants to work on Marcus's tendency to avoid initiating connections with people. And then we asked Holy Spirit, when was the first time he started doing this? Marcus shared a specific memory that came to mind, one of his, his father when he was about eight years old. And all, all he remembered was that his father had just come home from work. And Marcus asked to do something with him. And his father said no. I told Marcus to ask Holy Spirit what the lie, what was the lie that he learned as a result of that situation. And he said that I'm not, not worth spending time with. I told him to ask the Holy Spirit where he is in that memory. Marcus said, right beside me. Ready and excited to spend time with me. Even that can be the, the very key to your breakthrough. To know and remember that God has been with you through it all. We were singing that song tonight that he is faithful. He has been faithful. He is faithful. That's who he is. I said, repeat after me. I renounce the lie that I'm not worth spending time with. Then ask Holy Spirit, what is the truth? Mark res responded with Holy Spirit said that he loves spending time with me. Immediately, I mean, to, this is years ago. To this day, I still remember the, the complete demeanor change. I, I could see a weight lift off Marcus's shoulders. He was freer and happier. Both of us were shocked at how simple and powerful that could be. And I, my prayer and hope is that that's what it'll be like for you this morning. But I also want you to know that if it's not, it's okay too. It, it sometimes is a process, sometimes it's a journey. And one of the key things that we need for this, these sort of tools to work is for you to be able to hear from God. And so if you're still working on that, still growing in that, that's okay. And there are other tools that maybe we should be doing some more training on that can help as well. You, you might have a wall up in your heart or in your mind um, to stop connection with God because of trauma or past events and things like that. Um, but maybe we should do a four o'clock afternoon training with this or something. Um, but what I'd like to do 
is provide an opportunity this morning to at least start the process. Could I have the band up? So, so the, I think the best way for us to learn is through experience. So let's walk through this tool together. Um, if you, I do also want to say, if you have some very serious trauma, then I want you to be aware and acknowledge that I'm no professional, but God is a professional. But then also this morning, I would only want you to be involved in what you're comfortable with being involved in. There's a timing for when God wants to, to work on us. And I believe for most of us, it's this morning, but the reality is you might need a, a more safe situation. But, for the rest of us, why not have our breakthrough today? If you're comfortable, would you close your eyes with me? And let's start off by asking yourself who you connect with easiest. Is it Father God? Is it Holy Spirit? Or Jesus? And if you're not sure, then just pick your, your favorite one. <laughs> For me, I hear easiest from Holy Spirit. So I'll say Holy Spirit when I'm saying these things, but you replace it with whatever answer yours was. Then ask the Holy Spirit, what pimple or symptom in your life does he want to deal with today? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? insecurity of some kind. Try your best not to overthink it. Just go with, go with the first thing that comes to mind. What is the pimple or symptom in your life that he wants to deal with today? <laughs> 